Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Home and Body Improvement Show. This is your boy, Coach Potts, begging and pleading for you to go to CoachPotts.com and sign up for that newsletter. I swear to God, every time I send out a newsletter, I, lo- I lose one or two subscribers and I don't gain any. It's crazy. I know. Why do I send out these newsletters? I just keep losing people. And no one's asked me a question yet. I had to call my friend to get a question. You know what? I'm stopped complaining. Let's go ahead and get to the episode, folks. It's going to be a doozy. Home and Body Improvement Show number 47 coming at you. How's that for an intro? Do you like that? <laughs> hey, man, way to start your show by just sabotaging everything that you're trying to accomplish. Way to go, coach. You're like the uh, anti-Tony Robbins there, and that was a beautiful thing, the way you the way you literally alienate everybody that could potentially be listening to this show. So that's a good job. And uh, by that, I mean the opposite. How is everyone doing? It is Saturday. I did not do a podcast earlier this week. Sorry about that. Still planning on doing one Monday. We will see. But it has been a relatively, I would say, busy couple of days, you know? I got things going on. I got a life to live, right? I'm sure you do, too. I know you understand that I wasn't able to pump out this masterpiece, you know? The thing, too, is, you know, you're probably thinking, well, he took a couple extra days. I'm guessing that this podcast is going to be a little bit better than the other ones. And the truth is, no, it's not. It's probably going to be just as bad, if not worse. So there you go. But I want to thank all my... uh Loyal three, I think we're up to three fans now, maybe. I'm thinking about once I get to five fans, I'm gonna start a Patreon and start charging 10 bucks an episode. So you gotta make a living somehow. You know what I mean? I mean, I know you know what I mean, but I'm just saying that rhetorically. Do you know what I mean? So um what's going on in the world? I I have some exciting this is like exciting topics. So I am excited to talk. Today we're gonna talk about security cameras. That's your home improvement portion of the show, and fad diets, that's your body improvement. Um, I don't know which one I want to tackle first, but I do know what I want to talk about first, and that is Loyola getting their butts kicked today in the Sweet 16 round of the double uh, the NCAA tournament. Now, if you've been following this tournament at all, in my opinion, and I don't really get into basketball too much, although the last couple of years I did fill out one of those brackets. I'm very proud to say I think I set the world record in terms of how quickly I picked the teams because I really don't know, and I could care even less if that's even possible. However... Uh, you know, so you fill out the bracket, you start watching. This has been a crazy year, man. It's just a crazy year. Just upsets all over the board. Uh, Duke didn't even make the tournament, which was like kind of shocking in a way. You know, I grew up watching those Grant Hill teams and, you know, seeing them just, you just figure that either them or North Carolina or Gonzaga or, you know, one of the good teams is going to win it every year. But, you know, we <laughs> the rest of the, the other 62 teams show up to see what might happen. Um but there's been just been like crazy upsets across the board, including Loyola beating Illinois, who I picked to win the whole thing. Uh, that was kind of a shocking game in and of itself. Loyola with, with this crazy defense, like Illinois couldn't do anything, which was, you know, was, I mean, <laughs> they just picked a really bad time to have a bad game, and Loyola stuck it to them. But then Loyola, today, like this incredible defense they have was was definitely working, but absolutely no offense to speak of. So there is no team... That I can say, like, I think all the Big Ten teams are out. I'd have to double check on that, but I don't really care that much. Uh, and Loyola, the local team, they're gone too. So, you know, we're moving on to a round of eight. That's eight teams I don't really care about. Although, I did pick Gonzaga to go to the final game, and they're still in it. So, 
Maybe Gonzaga will do something. But other than that, man, my bracket has been busted. You know, I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for Oral Roberts. There you go. Never heard of him before. I just think of like a dentist. You know, I don't, maybe because the whole oral portion thing. Like that's like a. It would, it would be great if that were just like a dental school, and they just happen to put together a team just for you know, to this this year this practice. You know, they're like, hey, you know what? We'll give it a shot. Oh, look at us. We we made it to the dance. Oh, look at that. We just upset. You know, they were a 15 seed. They just upset at the number two. I think it was Ohio State. I don't know, man. But they've been playing out of their minds. I hope they win today. Uh, they probably won't, but you know, God bless them. Uh, that could be the story of the tournament. So Oral Roberts, you know, we're, I'm keeping an eye on you. Um, today I want to talk about fad diets and it's, it's, it's not because my friend is the one who mentioned it, although he did mention it to me. Uh, and it, it's, it's one of the things that continues to come up because, um, you'll, you'll hear like these little nuggets of knowledge from people who either read the headlines or just follow one, you know, quote unquote diet guru, and they have these really poignant views, views on certain topics. And you take them at what they're saying because you really like this person, or you're just searching for a solution. And I let's get specific about it. I was talking to this girl uh, yesterday, and she just told me, I told I mentioned that, you know, she said, Where do you get your sources of protein? And I said, Well, you know, blah, 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 and, and fish. And she goes, Well, I heard fish isn't good for you. So, well, what the hell is it? What'd you hear that? You know? Well, you should follow, you know, so-and-so. I, don't, I forget. I, believe me, it's not like I'm trying to protect the guy. I could care less. But she said, you need to follow this guy. And I was like, yeah. And the name went in one ear and out the other. And I go, listen, the the, the fact is, it, if you may think, and this guy may think, or at least he's telling people that fish is bad, but it's all cyclical. So five years, ten years from now, I bet fish is going to be good and something else is going to be bad. And then five, ten years from then, something else will be good. Another thing will be bad. And it just kind of go back. And then 20 years from now, fish will be bad again. So um, it's you have to like use a common sense approach when it comes to eating healthy because you're not gonna get um, you're not gonna get good advice from people who claim to be diet experts. Those people have to have at least one or two like, you know, like strong views on something that's kind of revolutionary. Because that's how they get on talk shows, you know? So the guy who says fat is bad in the 80s all of a sudden was on a talk show. And we, we did a lot of low-fat diets during that time. And then all of a sudden, you know, carbs are bad. Well, you can't eat carbs. And so now, you know, okay, now. And there was a, there's a swing toward the, uh, like, veganism and definitely vegetarianism, right? Like, oh, you can't eat meat. Meat will just clog up your digestive system. And if you eat meat, And I do understand the whole ethical treating of animals, and I have two dogs, and I my heart does go out to the animals that we eat. Um, I think I wish they would treat them a little bit better. I feel like when big business kind of steps in and takes the farm away from the little guy that, yeah, animals are treated poorly and stuff. I'd like to imagine, like, the cows that we eat are, like, at the end of their rope and uh, – you know, they were going to die anyway. So, you know, we, we, we put them down gracefully and then we cut, we dissect their bodies and uh, we throw it on a grill and we eat it and it tastes great. But I don't think that's what's happening. I think these cows are just being, I'm talking about beef in particular, but you know, chicken and lamb and whatever are, are just being bred, you know, probably treated poorly, you know, having her and eventually without even knowing that their heads get lopped off, you know, they're on an assembly line, some guy with a chainsaw is just going to town, you know, and, and it, that's the part you don't want to think about while you're having your hamburger. I realize that. So if you are vegan or vegetarian and it is because of the ethical treatment of animals, I can understand that. And I do get behind your cause to a degree until it comes to dinner times and I'm hungry. But I so what I don't like is people who have these poignant views, which is what fad diets are spawned from. And so I didn't do any research for this 
you know, podcast today because, you know, that's just, I promise you, I, I could not put, I just put a mic in front of my face and just moving the mic from where it was to in front of my face is the most effort that I'm going to put into this podcast before I actually hit the record button, which for some people, that's a lot of effort, man. It's the thing is at least 12 inches away, but uh, these fad diets, you know, I mean, okay, Atkins, South Beach, um, even Mediterranean, which I seems to be super popular these days, um, keto, paleo, um, low fat, we already said, uh, just go down the line. Um, they all, uh, there's one called the salt diet, although people with diabetes and stuff like that might have to look into it. I don't know. I'm not a dietitian. I'm a nutritionist, which means I say things like eat fruits and vegetables, Space your meals out. Uh, consider intermittent fasting. You know, like even intermittent fasting, which is not necessarily diet in and of itself. It's just when you partition the calories. We we would just call that calorie partitioning. You know, because when I was trying to lose weight or gain muscle, it was always six small six small meals. You have to remember that there's always been skinny people and there's always been muscular people, especially since bodybuilding started. Right. So that was the sport. I mean, technically there were strong men in the circus probably like over 100 years ago. But and Eugene Sandow is probably one of the first ones, which is why he is the his name is on the I think it's the Mr. Olympia trophy. But anyway, uh, I don't want to get into a, a history lesson here. What I do want to talk about is there are skinny people and there are people that have a lot of muscle over the generations, right over the decades, and they all follow some sort of diet. So this to for you to say that your diet today is better than their diet then, well, guess what? Their diet then worked then, and it still works now. You're just choosing to go in a different direction. And does your diet work if you follow it? Probably. And will it work 10 years from now? Yep. And would it have worked 10 years ago? Absolutely. The thing about these fad diets, the reason they do work and you do see some success is because they have to follow several X factors. And if you hit these X, Y, and Zs, these factors then you're going to have a successful diet no matter which macronutrient you vilify, carbs in most cases these days, or which you know food group you remove from the diet, you know, animals, products, or whatever. As long as you're hitting, and, and, and these are the rules of thumb. If we're talking about building muscle, you typically want, it's a little bit of protein overload, but you typically want uh, one gram of protein per body pound. And grams and pounds are, that's a metric and a... Uh, uh, English standard unit, so it's kind of confusing a little bit. But since I weigh about 190, I want to eat about 190 grams of protein a day. If I'm trying to build muscle, if I'm trying to lose weight, I'm not as concerned about my macronutrient distribution. I'm more concerned about calories in versus calories out. So if I'm burning more calories that day than I'm consuming, then I will be on my way to my goal, which is to lose weight. It's the law of thermodynamics. It always works. It has to. It doesn't matter what diet you're following um, as long as it hits those X factors. So talking about muscle building phase, higher in protein. Now, and you have to be in a calorie surplus too. So let's get that out of the way as well. And if you're trying to lose weight, you know, you that's why it's, <laughs> there is the, the Super Size Me, you know, that movie with the uh, with uh, Morgan Spurlock. And, uh, oh, I forgot to tell you about my documentary. Anyway, I'm shooting another documentary. Actually, I'm doing a mini one and a big one. Not talking about the big one, but the mini one, I just interviewed a local artist recently, and uh, hopefully I can get that one out in the next month or two. That'd be good. Anyway, so they did supersize me, and then some goofball did the same thing with a McDonald's diet and uh, ended up losing weight. That was like his thing. He's like, could I eat McDonald's for 30 days and lose weight? And he did. Be, I, I'm guessing. I, I didn't really watch that film because it just seemed like a cheap knockoff, which it was. But 
And you're just trying to gain on somebody else's popularity. It's not even an original thought. However, uh, you can lose weight eating McDonald's if you're in a calorie deficit, right? You'll probably feel like crap while you do it because that food is not very nutritious. And what do I mean by nutrition? Micronutrients, vita- vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals. That's, those are your uh, those are your micronutrients, which dictates your uh, your nutrient density. Uh, and then the less calories you can get with the most nutrients, the better it is for you. I, I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. The only diet that I was like, I think you got it, my friend, is Dr. Joel Furman. Although he's a bit of a showman, but definitely a doctor. But uh, I find him to be relatively entertaining. And he, the thing he promotes is healthy food. Eat healthy food first. Eat healthy food often. Uh, and then worry about the calorie surplus and all that stuff later because you need to start eating foods that are high in nutrients. Uh, he even came up with his own Andy. Uh, it's called the uh, Andy Aggregate Nutrient Density uh, Index. And it was that whole foods for a long time like you'd pick up a piece of kale and with a thousand on the andy index which is the highest you can get because it had the most nutrients right the the question was about fad diets so i don't even know what the fad diet of the day is these days because i really don't pay attention to it and my job is literally dispelling myths from people who get misinformation from people who are trying to sell diet books so who's dean ornish i feel like he has a diet that's not the right so I have to explain this later. I was like, sure, uh, you may think fish is bad for you today, but I guarantee it's not going to stay that way because that is not common sense. Fish has uh, omega-3s, which are good for the brain. In fact, I take fish oil supplement because I don't eat fish as often as I probably should because that type of thing is brain food. There's a reason they say that. Uh, we don't get enough in our Western diet to... Um, to reap the benefits of omega-3 so we, a supplement would be good, but we should eat fish more often. I don't know where she got this whole fish. It's not good for you. I guess, you know, poorly raised fish or fish that are raised in, like, a pond that, you know, is part tar. I don't know. But, like, that would be bad, right? However, you know, wild salmon, wild Alaskan salmon, for not only tastes delicious, but it's good for you, man. It's, you know, fish. You got to think about, like, these animals that move, right? Like, it, it's not always about taste either, but you know they're alive. That, that means that their muscles and their it, it has it has nutrients in it. You know it just does. All right, just does. Um, so that was kind of a dumb thing. But the thing about these fat diets is, in particular, is they'll have one sort of like hook, right? And you'll always have initial success on a diet if you follow it. You'll have great success on a diet if you stick to it. The thing about those diets are. They're not typically sustainable, you know, uh, even like vegans and stuff. You'll see after like 10, 15 years because they start having medical issues because they're B12 deficient, uh, will start eating meat, you know, because and then they feel a lot better. You see you'll see umpteen stories about that. Um, I'm not waiting around 10 years to tell someone I told you so, although that is a very gratifying feeling. Um, I am here to say, says, like, use a common sense approach. Common sense approach. That's why I wanted to start the SBS diet, the stop being stupid diet or start being smart diet or whatever you want to call it. Um, stop the bullshit. Excuse my language. But the SBS diet, stop being stupid, man. Susan Powder, you remember her? The practically bald chick that used to start, stop being Saturday. Ah! Uh, like, it was, it's just like, stop being stupid, okay? Fish is good for you. Um, same thing with, like, you know, this whole ketogenic thing. Well, I'm just going to stay all, of, all away from carbs. Well, carbs is a source of energy. Like, that's what your body needs in order to function properly. You know, to try and cut out your diet completely is just absolutely foolish. You will have some initial success on diets. The problem is the, it's not sustainable because people don't like the diet. What happens is they're, they're suffering from addiction. And just like somebody who stops smoking and then starts smoking again, it's not like they have one or two cigarettes and call it quits. 
people who fall off of diets are typically going through some 30-day gauntlet, and once they get out from the other side, they say, oh, boy, that was I, I, I feel great. I lost a lot of weight. Um, I did, you know, the whole 30, another fad thing. But I, 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 30 days, it was, it was awesome. And then, and then I go, well, then what happened? Well, you know, it's just, you know, life happens and all this stuff. I was like, well, weren't you living life during those 30 days? Why couldn't you sustain it? Well, I, you know, I had a piece of candy there and, I, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, I, I had fried chicken one night and I was, and then before you know it, they're back to eating the way they were because those diets weren't sustainable because they didn't follow a common sense approach. They just tried to deprive themselves of something and it's only going to happen for so long until you truly believe in like what is good for you. And that, and by that, I mean like candy and overly processed food is just as addictive as any drug. It is a drug. And it, it, if you don't believe me, go to a kid and watch him like on Halloween. I, I actually witnessed this firsthand. It was, it was in Coley, Michigan, at a 4th of July uh, parade. And they had like the Shriners and like these fire trucks and the, the tiny town of Colon goes all out for Fourth of July. It's, it's actually a lot of fun. But you would see these little kids lining the streets, right? And as these like, you know, Shriner, the old guy with the goofy hat and the, 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 like the buggy-like car, would throw like pieces of candy out. And these kids would run into the street and almost get hit by fire trucks because they wanted candy that bad. If, if, you're, if you can't see the connection there and how addictive these things are, they don't stop being that addictive because you're an adult. Like candy tastes delicious. It sparks your brain. The problem is it has zero nutrition in it, right? Which kind of sounds like a drug to me, right? It doesn't provide any, you know, therapeutic medicinal benefit. It doesn't, no system, it has absolutely no nutrients. So your body doesn't need it at all to function, but yet it provides some sort of spark to the brain to the point where even if you see it, you start to salivate. That is the same, that is the, it's a, it, it is an absolute identifier of addiction, you're not struggling with not knowing what to eat or eating too many carbs or eat. you're struggling with addiction. And it's no different than being an alcoholic or being a heroin user or you name it. If or smoker, that's another great one. You're struggling with addiction. And until you see food like junk food in particular or what I call not food, anything that has a label on it, until you start seeing that for the drug that it actually is. Like a piece of cake is just sugar overload. It does absolutely nothing for you. But when you see it, your brain lights up like a pinball machine, right? Which, but I look at a piece of cake and I go, oh, man, I'm not going to eat that because I know what it does to my brain. Just like I'm not going to pick up a cigarette. Just like I'm not going to take a shot of Jack Daniels because I know what it does to my brain. It leads to more and more. And I hate to get on my soap, soapbox here, but... That's what I'm telling my clients. You're never going to lose weight. You're never going to get in shape until you start seeing these things for what they actually are, which I would refer to as quote-unquote enlightenment. And I hate to use that term because it sounds all hippy-dippy, right? Like a guy with, you know, the beads and sandals and a robe and a long beard and kind of a balding head. But, you know, he's, he's got like, you know, this like some sort of emblem around his neck. And he's saying, you know, oh, I'm, I'm enlightened, this guy's enlightened, right? But that's what enlightenment is. It means you're actually opening your eyes and seeing these things for what they actually are. So the only way to the only way to conquer addiction is to remove the want. So when I see those types of foods, I don't want them because I know what they can do to my body. And I know for a fact that I don't want to be north of 190 pounds. I'm at 190 right now. I guess 195 wouldn't be bad if it was all muscle that I but I don't want to be north of 200 pounds ever again. Therefore, I don't walk down the candy aisle. Therefore, I don't eat fried chicken. Like, because I know that once I do that, it's going to open the pathway to addiction. 
which I think there's a such thing as a carb addiction too. I really do. And I'm talking about the pastas, the white breads, the rices, uh, and the potatoes, right? I really think that the white ones in particular, I really think that that sparks the brain in such a way that it causes addiction, which causes you to eat more, which causes a calorie surplus, which makes you gain weight. So fad diets, it's, it's almost like a, why, why are fad diets even a topic? The bigger topic is addiction. You know, that's what people are struggling with. So um, stay away from these fad diets. Use a common sense approach. SBS, right? Stop being stupid, you absolute moron. And uh, there I go. Uh, let's talk about security cams. Why? Because I got one. Man, I need a, whoo, whoo. Whoa, that was, that was something, wasn't it, coach? I actually do want to get these thoughts. Nobody listens to this fucking podcast anyway, so what's the difference? But I actually do want to get some of these thoughts down on paper and put them, you know, in some sort of logical um, uh, order so I can, like, not I want to say I write a book, but I kind of want to write a book, you know, that uh, tackles this approach. Uh, treating diet, namely, as an addiction, because, it, you know, it is. I shouldn't say treating it as an addiction. Treating it the same way you would treat uh, any addict who's struggling with addiction. That's what I meant to say. Um, because removing the wants is the only way you're going to have any success. And even then, it's like 50-50, right? Because how, I mean, how many addicts, you know, relapse after rehab, right? A lot, man. I mean, it's just, it's just what happens. It's, it's very powerful. It, has a, it plays on the brain to the extent that people are willing to rob, cheat, and kill in order to get their drug. And I, honest to God, I don't think food is any different. You know, you made, you're only, I guess to some degree, you're only, um, you're only talking about degree. You know, I guess heroin makes you want to like, you know, push people off ledges and stuff like that. You probably wouldn't do that for a Snickers. However, um, if you're hungry enough, I think you would. Uh, I want I need to take a sip of coffee. Yeah, that's right. Four o'clock and I'm eating, I'm drinking coffee. Uh, security cams. So. I think everyone should have one. Why? Because they're not that expensive these days, and it gives you a little bit of peace of mind. Uh, I live in an apartment. I have cameras. I've got other things that I don't want to list because that would just be stupid. Um, so I'm really considering getting a security cam. You know, I got a, a dog walker staying at my place. Uh, that's what happens if you live in the city, by the way. You hire people to stay at your apartment. And, you know, last thing I want is some, you know, some teenage kitten getting his greasy paws on my expensive cameras. I'd like to get some footage of that and go, hey, man, did you steal my camera? No, really? Because I just, I have the footage here. And then I, you know, I, 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 I pin him down and I get a hammer, right? And I put his hand down and I just start whacking his hand. Like, one, I'm sorry, do you know where the camera is? Whack, whack, And the guy starts screaming. Okay, maybe a little TMI. However, um, I bought the Wise Pan Cam for my gym. Um, and the reason I did that was for any other reason. I got X amount of dollars worth of equipment. It's only protected by a garage door, which has a safety lock, so don't try breaking in. But let's say something did happen, God forbid, someone drove their two, their four by four through the garage door, I'd be in bad shape. And I want all that stuff to be on tape. So I've been having some issues with the recording because I don't want to pay for the cloud service, but it has a continual two-week turnaround. I really only need it because anytime the garage door opens, I get a, a buzz on my watch, which happens several times because the guy who owns the building sometimes opens the garage. And every time he does, I run to my phone, I turn on the cam, I can see it's him. Not a big deal, right? I think these cameras are so affordable these days and there's so many options in terms of like, you see the ones at Costco where they get like eight different cameras and it's like 500 bucks or something like that. They're not even that expensive. And do you need cameras everywhere in your place? No, you probably just need them somewhere near uh, the entrance. Um, 
Yeah, you know, just so like in case someone like I guess they could jump through your windows and stuff. But you probably just need them during the the main places, just in case someone does actually break in. You know, you have footage of it, and all it gets shot up to the web. Um, the point I'm trying to make here is don't be afraid to invest in a security camera because it makes sense these days because they're not that expensive. They're pretty user-friendly. The one I had at my gym wasn't working properly, and I contacted their customer support, um, and they're just sending me a new one. Like Customer support these days, pretty much across the board, is so good because they know how much people read online reviews that they actually, it actually works, you know? Like, I'm not afraid to shop at Costco because I know if I buy something at Costco and I don't like it, I can return it. They basically just say, did you get this at Costco? And you say, yeah, and they go, cool, done. And that's like the only question they really ask you. Same thing with Home Depot. You're you're not gonna get grilled too much at Home Depot returning practically any anything, mostly because I think it's hardware, right? So it's kind of hard to screw up, you know, like a two by four or some nails or whatever. But their return policy is so good I feel okay shopping at Home Depot and perhaps buying stuff that I don't necessarily need because of the customer service there. And it's the same thing with like technology these days too. I have these electric blinds and one of them, you have to charge them every like three months. But one of the motors out of the five I have needs to be charged like every month. And it's kind of annoying. And I know these are first world problems. Okay, I didn't lose sight of that fact. But I just contacted the company that I bought them from and they just shot me over a new motor. And you know what the first thing they said was? What's your address? Cool. Sending a new motor out. Should be there in about a week. Can you please do us a favor and leave us a review on Amazon? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they really didn't ask any questions. They just sent me a new motor and said, please leave us a review. And it's like, I want to help a company like that. A company that's that good, especially when it comes to a problem. Just, you know, they could have just said, hey, man, it still works, right? Stop complaining. Start charging. But they didn't do that. We're like, hey, here's a new motor, which probably isn't that expensive in the grand scheme of things. But guess what? When I need new because um, I'm thinking about getting some electric blinds from my upstairs, although it's a little bit overkill because I really don't close the blinds that often. However, I'm going to that company, Ulax. That's the name of them. Stupid name. Great blinds. Good customers. Great customer service. Ulax. Y O O L A X. Don't work for them. Probably should. You know what? Now that I plug them, I'm going to contact them and see if I can get some money. Um, security cams. So Wise Cam, W Y Z E. I contact. It was like having a texting conversation, which is kind of cool, kind of creepy, but kind of where we're at these days. It's so much better than calling in and being put on hold. You literally are. It used to be like I am. That's what they called those conversations, kiddos. If you don't remember back in the day, because American Online, it was called AOL. Ring a bell, probably not kiddos. Go back to your Fortnite. Um, but I just texted this. Hey, I'm having these issues, and they're like, "Can you do us a favor and send us a, uh, a picture of the thing?" I took a picture with my cell phone. And they're like, oh, we need the product number. Can you please just open up the app and take a screenshot of it? Boom, done. And they're like, what's your address? Gave it to them. They're, and then they sent me an email sending uh, not um, whatever proof of we're shipping it out, zero cost. And they're just sending me a new unit. You know, it was just like, wow. Uh, so security cameras, peace of mind. This one's pretty cool. Uh, the camera stinks. I mean, in the fact that it's like, it's like 480 or 720, you know, P, which is like a lower res high def, but uh, still high def. But it's a fisheye lens, so it gets everything, but it doesn't, it kind of looks a little distorted. But you can control the camera with, you know, your app. And then when it's working, you know, mine wasn't working, but hopefully the new one will, I get two weeks of playback. So, like, let's say I'm training somebody and they drop a dumbbell on their head, and then they claim to their lawyer that I threw the dumbbell at their head. And I'm like, I didn't throw anything, man. They just dropped it on their head. Let's go to the security footage, you know? I have peace of mind now because I bought a $30 camera that is replaced for free by the company that I bought it from. I did buy it from Home Depot, but I did contact the company themselves in order to get it replaced. And um, 
that's that, man. So I'm telling you, these security cams, you know, you might it might be uh, worth looking into, you know, if, especially if you have a nanny, you know, remember the remember the old nanny cam with the teddy bear, and you know, you'd see some some fat, you know, lady like beating the shit out of your kid, and then you know, you'd show up and it'd be like, oh my god, and your heart would sink to your stomach because some grown adults, you know, you know, you know, taking a couple whacks at like some innocent child, and they may be a pain in the ass, but they're still innocent, man. I, you're innocent if you can't defend yourself, okay? Um, so, yeah, get get yourself a security camera. Who knows, man? If, you, you know, you sus- suspect the wife of, you know, goofing around and ladies, maybe you suspect the husband of, uh, you know, getting a little too friendly with the babysitter, you know? Yeah, like, hey, it's all on camera. Let's check that out there, chief. Let's see what, uh, let's see what's going on with Tammy before you give her a ride home, if you know what I'm saying, right? Um, you know what I'm saying. I don't need to go into detail. You know exactly what I'm saying, okay? Uh... Yeah, man. Already. Like 30, I'm like 30 minutes deep. Uh, uh, note to self, less coffee in the afternoon. From Loyola. Tough break, my, my friends. You made it to the Sweet 16, but your season is over. Uh, Coach Posh, man, signing out. Home and Body Improvement Show. You can send me questions or not at this point. I really don't give a shit. All right, take care. <laughs>